Bishop and Vickers, I'm Bishop Tom Daly from the Diocese of Spokane here in Eastern Washington. Joining me are the three Vickers who share responsibility in the administration of the diocese, Father Darren Connell, who is Vicar General and Rector of Our Lady Lord's Cathedral, Father Brian Mee, Vicar for Finance and Pastor St. Augustine's Parish, and Father Pat Kirst, who is the Vicar for Priests and the Pastor St. Thomas More. We're continuing our discussion of parts of the Mass, and today we're going to talk about the Gloria. And before we begin, um, when I came to the diocese, the uh, glory that was sung uh, at the cathedral oh, here was we told to me. Uh, here, here we go. It was told to me that it was. <laughs> you know, it was done to. Uh, it was done Gloria. to. Uh, Gloria. No, it was. It was to the song of My Little Pony. Uh, Gloria, Gloria. Yeah, is that true? I I don't recall. No, because this is not a deposition. <laughs> oh, we never did that at the cathedral. Well, I know that <laughs> you were there. Not under my reign. That well, yeah, it was something. Now, someone said our executive producer said Van Morrison was also the background, but I do remember one of the glorias um, seemed to be done. It was to the to Henry Mancini's The Elephant Walk. Uh, I, I think I've heard the one to My Little Pony, but we did it not was, do that. It was that. never at the cathedral. No, I've heard it though. It's probably the same as you would say, Father Me genre of uh, the, uh, the patois, the, the, the sits uh, in Laban. No, the uh, <laughs> rain down. The rain, rain down. down. Right, we don't rain. Okay, okay. okay. No. All right, no. And seriously, what the Gloria? A uh, little his, history behind the Gloria, uh, Father Me, because I know uh, you helped translate it from. The <laughs> from yeah. And then it got retranslated recently, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How about a little historical background well, its placement? All right, all right, a little history. Um, some of these, it's a part of a corpus of hymns. You have the Gloria, you have the Te Deum, which is sung for um, feasts. For our and listeners Sundays. in Endicott, what is corpus? Uh, a body of works. Okay. Yes. Sorry, Gina. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> a small body of works, actually. So, it includes the Gloria, the Te Deum, which, what does Te Deum mean, Father Connell? To you, God. I don't know. Uh, yeah, so, so it's, a beginning, it, it's a beginning of a hymn that we have at the Sunday uh, readings that priests do. And the Te Dechet Laos, which is also another one. But these, this group, this corpus, this small body, uh, was referred to as the Sami Idiotici. And now that might be somewhat fitting if you translate it. That's an intestinal it. disorder <laughs> that for, <laughs> for, for pastors of St. Thomas More, what does that mean? That means <laughs> Psalms for idiots. Uh, okay. No. <laughs> it does, it, literally, but idiots meant something else. So, personal uh, song? Idiotici was referring to the personal song, yeah. So, Thank idi you, Mary idiot originally comes from the Greek for idios, which means a private person. So, these were Psalms that private persons wrote. They weren't the sacred psalms. Um, so these were popular and that they were uh, sung at different celebrations, but not originally in the, uh, in the Mass. Hmm. Now, the people, our listening audience will know that during the uh, Advent and during Lent, we don't sing the Gloria. Um, why is that? Uh, just for, again, for our listening audience, you may not have the expertise and the knowledge of liturgy. 
Why don't, well, because it, <laughs> that's uh, a penitential time. So again, the Te Deum, which would be another example of what the Gloria is in the Mass, um, are for festive occasions. The Gloria only came in, I think the first Pope that allowed it in was um, Symmachus, who was in the sixth, early 6th century. Mm, um, Sammy. <laughs> who was also, some believe he might have bribed his way into the papacy, but that's for, that would never happen. That's for our show on, on villains, villains yeah. and, uh, <laughs> Scan- and heretics. And animals, yes. Yeah. And so, um, but so it's a festive thing. So because it's festive, certainly it wouldn't be sung during a penitential season. Hmm. With the uh, Gloria, um, again, the cathedral music, and, and I'm sure the parishes, St. Thomas More and St. Augustine's, have uh, as, as talented a choir as the Mother Church uh, does. Uh, can you, uh, is there a favorite setting to the Gloria, Father Connell, well, that you <clears throat> choose? One of the things that we try to do, uh, particularly at the 11 o'clock Mass when we have the full choir, is uh, to sing the Gloria in Latin. Um, I think the church asks us to know some of the principal parts of the mass and be able to sing them in Latin. And um, I, I, I'm seeing over time more and more people being able to do that, some by memory and some by, you know, obviously following along in the in the bulletin. But uh, that would be something that we do. We, we do the Latin chant at 11 o'clock for the, uh, for the Gloria. And sometimes in the mass, is it an expectation that the uh, celebrant, or as you would say, presider, might lead the Gloria? Yeah, so the... Unless when the bishop's or, presiding. Then, then there's no music. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 or you lip sync and someone else stands behind you and, and sings it. That's why I'm having Millie uh, uh, Mill- Vanilla. Mill- it, it, yeah. it looks kind of like a Japanese monster movie, though. It's it would dubbed not in quite voices? matching up. Yeah, yes. Right. Who is this man, Jesus? With the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, we have uh, the organist gives the, the, the note and then the, the, the uh, celebrant uh, tones di- the. Sings on a different note? Well, some of us do. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it not begins the choir. <laughs> no, I think we were talking before we just celebrated the uh, ordination of Father Raymond Klimenau, uh Father. Raymond, who is assigned to uh, Pasco to the Catholic Parish, is there, but his ordination. No, 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 no. I said he was Walla, in Walla, Walla. 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 The city's oh. so nice, they named it twice. Twice. Oh, that's right. I, I must have signed <laughs> the wrong letter. No, he okay. is going to Walla Walla. Someone's yeah. going to Pasco. Yeah. Who could that <laughs> yeah. be? Yeah. Actually, one of the vicars. One of the vicars. There is no Pasco. There is no Raymond. Yes. <laughs> Where am I? No, but the choir, the comments were made that the music was beautiful at the, the ordination mass and, and was commented beforehand by Father Me, uh, particularly the Gloria. Um, Again, for our listening audience, the, the Gloria has its roots in Luke's gospel. And suddenly there was a multitude of the heavenly hosts with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Again, the historical roots of it. But as Father Me has said, it's placed into the Mass later on in, in the centuries. We've had another translation, I think, when in 2011. Was that, uh, how different was that from the previous well, Father Kirst. however different it is, it threw me off because I had one my whole life and then that got switched. Now I'm still not confident in being able to do it without uh, some other people singing cards. along with. Were you the like cards, the, uh, so, uh, was it the St. Louis Jesuits give glory to God in the highest? Was that one? That was glory one I recall. Glory to right, God right. in the highest. That one. Yes, mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. I just heard that at one of the parishes mm-hmm. along Trich. with Rain Down. Hmm. I just want to uh, piggyback, piggyback and circle back around on something that you said, Bishop, about um, the origin of the, that first line coming from Luke's Gospel. I, I think those those um, those lines are lost on Catholics a, a lot of the time uh, in terms of how Scripture is woven throughout uh, the liturgy. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. uh, when you have Protestants, you know, who, who come to Mass, or Catholics who bring their, their Protestant friends to Mass, particularly evangelicals and people who know the, our, our Christian brothers and sisters who know the, the Bible inside and out, it's amazing how they'll, they'll come out and they'll be able to, to point to all the various ways that, that Bible verses were incorporated into the liturgy. In fact, more so, you know, they would argue, I think, that there's more scripture in the Mass than they would have in one of their services. Oh, clearly. Oh, definitely. But, but circling back to the differences in the translation. Are you piggybacking? The, yeah. No. Is this a sidebar? Yeah. No, it's, <laughs> no, no. This it's is, a this place is, at the table. This oh. is right on point. Because mm -hmm. uh -oh. farm to table. We've, we've kind of, you know, distracted things from where the bishop was going. But uh, Thank you, Father Yeah, but uh, no, what well, used to be what? Glory to God in the highest and peace to his people on earth. Peace and then it changed to, to peace to those on whom his favor rests. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that's more faithful to the... The gospel, but uh, it, it also probably has some theological significance in terms of what's it mean that God's favor rests on a people, and, and is it all the people? Is it through some of the people get God's favor? That's what it is now. And peace to those on whom his of favor goodwill. Is. No, I think people, it's oh, people of goodwill. People, I, see, and, I still don't know it. Okay, so peace to people of goodwill, but the goodwill yeah. is God's. It was a lot. I think a lot of times we think we're talking about people who have goodwill, but it's talking about God's goodwill in giving Christ or giving um, the good news. Christ giving the good news to people who have received that. Mm -hmm. So it's it's kind of a reverse of what, how we actually um, think of it, maybe. But if I could say one thing about the angels, mm -hmm. I did mention before uh, the radio show that the Gloria at the cathedral was beautiful. And uh, it was sung in two parts. One part was by the people, the other part by the choir. But it, uh, the choir, it really did. It sounded like you had this uh, hymn going between we human beings, we the faithful, and angelic choirs. And, of course, that's a very uh, idea of not only the Gloria, but if you look at the Holy, Holy, Holy as well, just as the Gloria both begin with words uh, spoken or sung by angels, and it's to make us recognize it in the liturgy, as Father uh, Connell would say, or the Mass, as I would say. <laughs> or <laughs> then, the Eucharist. Then, then we're supposed to be we're supposed to be recognizing that connection that this is a heavenly, earthly celebration that we um, take part in. And and <clears throat> talking about the cathedral, the uh, oh, let's not. We talk always about have the to cathedral. talk about the cathedral. The, uh, What's the mother church? The uh, I know you mentioned the, the Sanctus uh, and, and the Holy, Holy, Holy. Uh, what does Sanctus mean? Holy, uh, W H O L L Y. Um, no, the the uh, when you're the celebrant at Mass at the at uh, the cathedral at the cathedral, uh, and and the Sanctus is being sung. The you are, I look at oftentimes at that great window of Saint Cecilia, who's surrounded by the angelic hosts. Playing different uh, musical instruments and giving no, not <laughs> the words rain stick, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, and then on the, on the side windows in the nave in the back there, there are angels with various musical instruments as well, all giving uh, praise and, and glory to God. Hmm. What a beautiful church! Yeah, no, no, there's. Uh, that's why you can like you see what do you have for you? I said, I think, oh no, you've covered we, your, we have a covered you Saint covered Cecilia your safety. No, it's not covered completely, partially, partially, heavily. Unfortunately, it is. That's genuine hickory, that wood up there, isn't it? No, <laughs> <laughs> that's old hickory. Mesquite. He was president, seventh president of the United yeah. States. Interesting. Well, I think, uh, outside the fact that Father Connell often talks about his favorite group, the Beastie Boys, which those of you who are listening <laughs> to us are a little younger, but I don't think they ever translated the glory, but. 
Again, the glory of the translation we had in the, uh, the Missal, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Follow me, is that an unusual to have that many st uh, statatements that praise God like that in one sentence from your vast experience, both no, as a church no. father and um, an allergist? <laughs> <laughs> no, but one, well, as you see, you go through God the Father and then God the Son, and you have a number of titles for Him too. But who doesn't get many titles in this? The Holy Spirit. The, the, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is almost left out of the Gloria. It's um, truly a hymn to the Father and about the Son. And part of that is the Father is seen while He's a creator in the beginning and at the end, and Christ is. Uh, the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, so it's it's very much uh, focused on the Father and the Son with, as Bishop, as you say, with their titles. Well, the poor Holy Spirit, as you'll recall, just gets in at the very end as you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Amen. So there's a Trinitarian hmm. inclusion to it. We're going to take a break, and when we return, we're going to continue discussing the Gloria and our segments uh, series on the Mass. back to the Bishop and Vickers. We're talking about the Gloria. This is uh, our series on the Mass, and this is the introductory rites. And when, before we took a break, we were talking about the various uh, music settings and some of the lines maybe we'd like to discuss, um, kind of the meaning, the significance, uh, why they're placed there. I think um, during the break, we were speaking about why is the Gloria placed uh, in the location it is in the, the Mass. Father Kirst thought it was to give people who are late uh, <laughs> to, to come in and to have an opportunity to be there. My prisoners are never practical. late. No. My prisoners are never late. Yeah. Mm. Uh, who would, any of the line there, uh, we were talking I, about before the break about the Holy Spirit seems to be short change there, but. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about the Holy Spirit, no. but I, I want to talk about that. Uh, <laughs> See, short, short change <laughs> right, again. Again. Yeah, again. Good point. <laughs> wow, I walked into that. Yeah. No, I, the, lines, the lines about we praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. It reminds me of that hymn, uh, Oh God Beyond All Praising, We Worship You Today, that that God, God in His Majesty, any praise that we offer to Him, uh, just pales into into or in comparison to the Majesty of God. And yet, this is kind of our feeble attempt to recognize His Majesty, His glory, uh, His omnipotence in a in a in a fallible way. Uh, we praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory. Just that um, uh, that's just our kind of again feeble attempt as human beings to to give praise to God for his greatness, goodness, and majesty as we begin the holy sacrifice. And doesn't that dynamic kind of get picked up in the Roman canon as well, where there's kind of a bunch of right. seemingly repetitive things, this, this spotless victim, this holy victim. Oh, and Eucharistic for, Prayer 1. For yeah. emphasis. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. yeah. Anyway, that derails us from the glory. But well, so, no, go back I'm, into the next one. No, lines. I have nothing else to say. No, like, that's, mm -hmm. that's what the people say, the homilies. Because he's what it says about Lord Jesus Christ then after the... Well, I'll read it and then you got to comment it because I have nothing to say. Lord Jesus Christ, <laughs> only begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. 
you are seated at the right hand of God of, of the Father, have mercy on us. All right, so a lot of repetition, repetition in that as well, and speaking, and, and again, recognizing Jesus as God, that we you know, take a few attempts to, to acknowledge who Christ is for us and what Christ has done for us in the Paschal Mystery. And, and the, po the poetic uh, repetition continues, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High, Jesus Christ. With the Holy Spirit, can't forget the Holy yeah, Spirit. No, don't forget the Holy Spirit. And the glory of God. One, one of the things I'd mentioned, uh, of course, anything said about the Father, so we say, you know, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, that also applies to the Son. Anything about the Son applies and the, to and the, the Father. Spirit. And don't forget the Spirit. So when we say, for you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, even though that's addressed to Jesus, Christ, it's being addressed to the Father and the Holy Spirit as well. But I guess in that second, uh, since Father Connell ran through, we praise you, we bless you, we adore you, uh, I would just say for Lord Jesus Christ's only begotten Son, of course, only begotten Son was one time considered um, a very important, so uh, an esteemed uh, title that we don't use that much anymore. But uh, it speaks about you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us, you take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer, but then it goes to you are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. So it also recognizes very clearly that Christ is one that intercedes for us. So uh, yes, we pray to Christ, we pray through Christ to the Father as well. Uh, so his role is intercessor that sometimes we forget. And in the early church, of course, all prayers were actually directed to the Father through the Son. So, mm -hmm. Well, and I think with the glory as it, its place in the Mass, where we move right from the penitential rite, which in some sense kind of a downer, we're focusing on sins, and then we jump right into this glorious praising of God, and, and it can seem like kind of a, a drastic shift in tone, and yet in another sense it, it makes a lot of sense in that we're acknowledging our sin and breaking God's mercy for that, and then praising God who is merciful, who, who gives us that forgiveness. In the, uh, excuse me, the, there are some books that uh, occasionally the listening audience would like to be recommended. One of them that's given to us is Monsignor Charles Pope. What's book. a Monsignor? Uh, they're, they're coming soon in a <laughs> theater near you. Uh, the Mass in Slow Motion. There is The Mystery of Faith, another book, A Study of the Structural Elements of the Order of the Mass by Lawrence Johnson. And then there's uh, what happens at the Mass, um, Father Jeremy Driscoll, uh, Benedictine, I guess now the abbot, isn't he, at uh, uh, Clear Creek Abbey uh, in Fort Wayne? <laughs> Mount Angel. Oh, Mount Angel, that's right. He has some of the books that, it was interesting, a little bit of historical aspect before we, we leave the glory to talk about the, the colic, is that um, when it was introduced to the Mass and the feast days, only the bishop was allowed to chant that. Oh, you'd love that. And um, <laughs> But you couldn't chant it. No, Good but he point. could do it. But <laughs> we have karaoke. It. <laughs> uh, priests were also only allowed to say the glory on the Easter vigil, but by the 11th century, this uh, uh, was Thanks. shared with the priests, uh, sung at all Sunday Masses and feast days, hopefully sung uh, well. Uh, well, you said, you said sung, and I, I, I do know in some parishes the Gloria is... Uh, recited and, and in others it is it is sung. I, my sense is that the intention is that it should be sung. I don't know what what do you all do. Isn't that like the Alleluia should only be sung, not well, right. said? Yeah, yeah. Uh, even the even the preface is supposed to be sung. So I mean you find, but the reality is we do what we can. That's right. That's well, the preface if it's sung well can be beautiful. 
Uh, Cardinal Levada had a good singing voice. I remember that. Has a good singing yeah, voice. Yeah, he is. Excuse me. He's still <laughs> with us. Yeah. He's still with us. He's probably listening. Reports of his demise were great. Shout out to his eminence. Um, corporate prayer benefits. That's our sponsor. Is that, uh, <laughs> I was say, is no, that an uh, insurance company we're dealing no, that with we now? Played, we, that it's of a great beauty in the, in the liturgy when we all uh, are able to sing together. And hopefully those who are better singers are... Um, uh, are louder. You're yes. closer to the microphone. Yes. Yeah. Um, we're going to move on to the, to the colic because I think that uh, I'm afraid that uh, Father Connell is going to try to sing the Gloria. And uh, he has to save his voice because he's appearing with uh, Brother Buzz. That's his musical group at the Jerry Lee Music Hall in Butte, It's Montana. Appalachian Springs. <laughs> no. It is a gift to me. Explain uh, the, the term the colic. We use the term uh, in the opening prayer, but the, the colic is more the more accurate term. A little history on that, uh, Father Me, where we got that, that phrase. No, it looks like it. Father Connell had something to read there, so I might as well <laughs> let him read this. It's probably a classics comic book. But, uh, no, so the collect... Uh, it means what it says, uh, to collect, or we say collect. Collection? Well, good point, but uh, no, this isn't the collection oh. time. Um, no, that. so the, the priest at Mass says, let us pray, and pauses, and uh, the idea would be that everyone brings their prayers and, uh, to the Lord at that point, and then the priest uh, collects all of those prayers on behalf of the people, and then offers them uh, offers them to God. The... Uh, I was re what I was reading is just the structure of the the prayer um, actually comes from uh, a, a pagan form of prayer in, in Roman times, which is not too surprising because the Catholic Church has taken many things that were pagan and baptized them. Uh, the uh, the form of the prayer itself is um, a petition, or sorry, uh, usually a, a, an address to God. Uh, Addressing God is, is who God is, and then there's a petition, what we need and want in a general way, again, because of collecting all of all of the prayers that are being offered from the people, and then a, a conclusion. That's fundamentally the structure. Petition, um, no, address, petition, and conclusion. Well, okay. Well, uh, okay. Let, let me go with my structure. For all right. Because <laughs> usually in the beginning it's telling something grandiose that God has done. Address, right. Something great he's done. And then the petition becomes something, well, if you've done something this great, now do something in this, well, not do, but, uh, you know, we beseech you to do this little thing in our day. So it's, it's recognizing the glorious things that uh, the Father has done in history and now the little things we need. As well. the, the basics, though, for our sake. <laughs> well, but isn't, isn't that addressing? Oh. You, you address God. But, okay, Gee, me, you really need, you have lots of majesty, or you've done great things. Now you've always played down God's majesty. I no, think that must be it. Oh, that's very sad. It's the eminence that's important. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> but there's three now, why is it three times in the liturgy and the mass and the Eucharist uh, that the priest says, Let us pray? What's the connection between those three times? A good attorney never asks a question he doesn't know the answer, the answer to. As same with a good liturgist. So <laughs> what is the answer? <laughs> or we could say oremos. Well, see how we're running out of time very quickly is you have each one of these kind of ends a procession as well. So the colic, you know, as we spoke about or will speak about in one of these radio shows, uh, it begins with the penitential element to it and procession and all. It, it comes at the end of a procession, if you will. If nothing else, a procession from the back of the church to the front of the church. Uh, the second time the priest says, let us pray, is after he offers the gifts which have 
been brought up in procession. And the third time is after communion, where he says, let us pray, where we as a congregation have processed forward to receive uh, the communion. So seeing how we're running out of time very quickly, that's, I'll throw that in. Mm -hmm. Just the, uh, the term, the origin, we used to use the w uh, phrase, the opening prayer, but uh, we return to colic, which has its roots, uh, as Father Kirst told me, in the Gallic, and that is in France. That actually has its We call it Gaul. Yes, Gaul. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're part French, aren't you? <laughs> or Chris was changed after, after the war. Father uh, B had a gallbladder attack. <laughs> he did, yeah. In three parts. <laughs> yes. He did. He collapsed at the Tasty Freeze up there in Northtown. Um, final question was uh, phoned in by one of our uh, people in Endicott, Washington, is why do we re-sanctify or rededicate things that were once pagan? Or do we need another show for that? Because our rating, we're in a... We're in a rating slump. That's why you guys are all being replaced. Wait, wait. I thought we um, beat out that group in Seattle. Oh, no, that, no, no, that tragedy struck. Yeah, yeah. Tra tragedy yeah. Struck, struck that. Oh. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to send Tom Brokaw out there. Right. Um, <laughs> no, we just we, we just. I mean, we didn't allow things to remain pagan. We we Christianized them. You know. So the date of Christmas in the in the, in the plaza out front, Saint uh, Peter's Basilica. That was the loggia or the no no the the thing the, the cortile the cortile the yes yes the, in the, the one I want torn down the cortile because it's a copy of the uh, Bunker Hill Monument okay yeah uh, <laughs> I read that I read that in the Enquirer well even the Baldacchino in St Peter's Basilica is taken from uh, the bronze taken from the roof of the Pantheon so and the I think the, aren't the columns uh, the Bernini columns. Didn't they come from Ephesus? Who is that goddess? No, in, those came the from temple those came from Cincinnati. No, they, <laughs> yeah, they did. <laughs> no, I think that they. Came All right, from, the show is coming to a oh, quick yeah, end here. <laughs> okay, and we're going to conclude this show as the uh, as we talked about. The, remember, the glory is part of the introductory rites, which concludes with the colic. When we return, uh, if this show does return. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be discussing uh, the Liturgy of the Word, specifically, and I'm going to ask um, each of the vicars to, to come preach. back with their favorite passage from Scripture, um, the ones that uh, inspire but also challenge our, our people. We're going to be in the summer months now, and just a reminder that when we're on vacation, we're never on vacation from God. Amen. <laughs>